Welcome to Gapology Radio with your hosts, Mark Tinas and Brian Brockoff, authors of the leadership development books, Gapology, Imbar, and Speed of Purpose. At Gapology, our purpose is to help leaders achieve their greatest potential. To learn more about our groundbreaking books and training services, visit our website, gapology.org. Hey everybody, welcome to Gapology Radio. No matter your leadership development need, we have a resource for you. If you're struggling with identifying and closing performance gaps, Gapology is your resource. You can read the book and complete the workbook, listen to the audiobook on Audible, take the online e-learning course on udemy.com, or even hire us to conduct a live workshop for your team. If you're struggling with your identity or mindset and how you see your role in the workplace or even in your personal life, Imbar is your resource. And if you want to define a clear and compelling purpose for your organization or your team, Speed of Purpose is your resource. Head on over to Gapology.org for all the details. And as for tonight's show, we look at ways to create a culture of growth using Gapology. So let's go ahead and get the show rolling with Martinez. Hey, Mark, how are you doing? Good, Brian. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited for tonight's topic. Um, we're going to talk about growth and as a learning and development professional, as far as my background and and all that goes, um, I really love discussing anything around how to grow teams, grow individuals, grow people as a whole. And we're going to talk today about creating a culture of growth. So I think uh, this will be a really interesting topic to cover. No, I love it. And growth is really a mindset that the leaders of an organization uh, and the team can uh, really project. And it it's very powerful. So right. go for it. Right. Yeah. So I thought I'd, I'd share. So one of my all-time inspirational idols that I just love is Tony Robbins. And besides Martinez, I would say he's probably my second uh, most inspirational person. Thank you for saving yourself there. <laughs> oh, I had that all planned. Um, but uh, so so one of the things that that um, that Tony Robbins had talked about is something he calls the six human needs. And I'm totally paraphrasing here. And this is, I don't know, 100 years ago that I, that I ran across this from him. And he had done a, a lot of research with uh, individuals, groups of people from all over the world, just about any country you can think of. Um, and he found something very consistent, uh, regardless of culture, race, um, ethnicity, wherever you're from, regardless of all that, he found very consistent six human needs. So these are six things that all humans, regardless where on the planet you, you're from. Uh, the first one is certainty. So people need certainty. They need, need to be able to count on things. Um, next thing is variety or uncertainty. So variety is something that that humans need. They need um, you know variety in their life. They need an assortment of things that that they're connected with. Uh, the next one is significance. So humans need to feel significant. They need to feel that they're you know part of something that they're uh, you know, connected to something. And the next thing is connection. So people need connection. They need to feel connected. The next one is contribute. So humans need to feel like they're contributing to something. 
And the last one is growth. And so when we were talking about growth, I thought, geez, you know, this fits right in with, with something that all humans really need. And so I thought this would be something really kind of cool to talk about looking at it through the gapology lens. So what do you think, Mark? Oh, I love that. And uh, growth is really what gapology was all about. We, we examined the top 10% performers, that outlier group that was outperforming everyone else. Mm-hmm. And then we looked at the bottom 10% in contrast, and that's where gapology was discovered. And of course, the difference between the top 10% and the bottom 10% is growth. So gapology, closing the knowledge gap, closing the importance gap, and closing the action gap are all about growth. So yeah. well done, Brian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I think they're they're so connected to growth in many areas. So I think organizational growth, um, performance growth, uh, interpersonal relationship growth, I think there's a lot of different ways to look at growth. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. I, I look at it as, you know, you can grow the organization, you can grow uh, a career, and you can grow as a person in your skills, and and those become the most significant. So, right. Um, and we talk about those in everything that we've everything that we've done. So, well, well let me jump in. Um, sure. So one of the keys to growth is that it be about the right stuff. You know, so if you're going to close the knowledge gap, importance gap, and action gap on something, make it significant stuff. Make it the right stuff. So when you set expectations around it, you know, make it, again, the right stuff. Tie it to behaviors and then tie it to a purpose. So when growth is about a purpose, something I really believe in as an example, everything changes. Growth takes on a different meaning and it becomes dramatically more significant. So when you simply look at gapology, put it through the lens again of knowledge, importance, and action, but tie it to a purpose, growth is, you know, is the thing. It's it's what we need to do. And it it just takes on a totally different meaning. Yeah, I don't think leaders can just tell the team to grow. You know, and I think I think it's hard for leaders to even tell themselves, you know what, Brian, you just need to grow. You just need to, to improve. You need to get better. You need to um, improve everything. You know, I, I think it's hard to just tell people that. Connecting it to something that matters, making it significant, making it the right stuff, I think that connects it to people's emotions, to their beliefs overall. Yeah, well, well said. And And growth is really, you know, you look at it from an organization standpoint, it's a sign of health. Yeah, it means we're well, and it is inspiring to people that want to join the organization or that already are part of it, because it uh, it represents something every day that they can go after, and it it creates greater meaning. And again, when it's tied to a purpose, it takes on this exponential growth that we that we've talked about in uh, a book we wrote called Speed of Purpose. Uh, so growth is uh, about the health of an organization. One of the things that we've found is that in order to grow, you need to observe things around you and even the competition needs to be observed. So some organizations are, um, let's say, 
less than enthused to observe their competition. However, you should consider it a growth pattern. They may have figured out something that you don't know. That's okay. Because maybe when you observe it and see it and understand it, you can do it even better. So make sure that you know as an organization everything that your competition is doing so that you can even do it better. And that becomes one of the keys to growth. So don't don't shy away from that. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think that's uh, probably Apple's mantra, <laughs> you know, because I, I don't think they've really invented really anything. Everything that they put out is based on stuff that was previously discovered. And what they do, though, they look at it and say, how can we make it better? And they do. And they ma- always make it better. It's always uh, more sleek or more, uh, you know, easier to use or whatever. Um, so I think there's a lot of power in that. You, you know, there's really no need to completely start from scratch when there's people out there that are, uh, you know, creative, inventive, and can come up with great ideas. But, you know, be open to learning from your competition. Be open to learn anywhere you can. Yeah. And be curious yep. and observe. Right. And uh, and again, it can be incredibly powerful. I uh, I eat every week at... Uh, a chicken fast food place that says every time I interact with every single person, they say my pleasure. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel good about that. I I do. Um, Other places that compete with them have a random response to when I thank them for their, for their efforts. But at this place, they consistently say, my pleasure. Someone should have figured that out. They don't, they don't have a uh, copyright on that phrase. Uh, so others could do that. Another place I eat at once a week uh, does a triple review of my order. They repeat my order back three times at three different locations. When I order, uh, when I pay, and when I pick it up. And no one else does that. That's quite interesting because it's incredibly effective because of the tens of thousands of times, I don't know, I'm probably exaggerating, that I've eaten there, I've never received my order incorrect. So you would think the competition would look at that and say, our key to growth is to simply take this tactic that this organization has proven works and implement it here, but they don't. Growth is, you know, about leadership. Growth is about closing the knowledge, the importance, and the action gap. And it all culminates in that. So Gapology is all about all about growth. Yeah. It reminds me, uh, years ago, I worked with a, a gal who, uh, she was in a, an adjacent department within the training team. And uh, she was always a big inspiration to me as well, just because she was so passionate about everything she taught. But one of her favorite phrases was if you're green, you're growing, but if you're ripe, you're rotten. I always thought that was interesting. So think about growth there. So if you're green, that means you're growing. That means you, you're willing to look at yourself and say, hey, I don't know everything yet. Uh, but as soon as you say, hey, I know everything, now you're ripe. And that's when you start rotting. No, that's a great point. I mean, you look at the growth organizations you look at Apple that you just mentioned, um, they continue to reinvent themselves. 
over yeah. and over and over. So growth is the objective, the underlying objective. And through that, they have made people more effective, uh, incredibly happy. You know, you, you look at all the side benefits of the growth that they've experienced and the products that they've developed and how it's affected generations in a positive way and, and you know, almost to an extreme. Um, <laughs> Sometimes. All built on growth. Yeah. Yeah. I look around my uh, desk here and I have so much of their products just sitting right in front of me. It's crazy. Yeah. If you look at growth through the gapology lens, the, the knowledge gap is closed by talking to your team about what they need to know. So if growth is an objective, you need to tell the team, you need to set expectations as a team, and you need to be clear about how it's going to work, what their role is, et cetera, and uh, go into detail about that and close the knowledge gap around what growth equals in this organization and what their contribution you know, needs to be and what the future looks like. And all of that knowledge gap stuff really uh, propels the organization forward into growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think with the knowledge gap, uh, it really is your knowledge gap. So you got to close your knowledge gap first. So define your own expected growth. What do you expect to improve on? Um, you know, define what that is, and then from that, define your team's expected growth. What do you expect from them? Um, and then define the methods that are needed to create that growth. You know, go after it very strategically. Really define what those things are to to close that knowledge gap. Yeah, I love that. And then to close the importance gap, you talk to the team about why it matters. Why does growth matter? What does it mean to you? What does it mean to us? How does it affect others? How does it create a future? So this part of the message, and again, this is the importance gap that you're closing, can be incredibly inspirational. You tie it to the purpose, and it changes everything. It creates the difference between a six-month employee and a 10-year employee. It, uh, it, it changes everything. It changes the work ethic throughout the day, every day. And uh, so the importance gap around growth is huge. Yeah, I think that is important to really, really understand is that, you know, connecting something to your purpose, something that you stand for that you're really connected to as an organization that does connect people's emotions to things, you know, not just their mindset and their skill set, but really their emotions as well. So, you know, again, back to yourself and your team. So define why you want to grow. So if you're going to expect yourself to grow, why, you know, what, what does that mean to you? And then from that, tell your team why their growth is important. Help them understand that and connect it to your purpose, like you said. Yeah, growth for the sake of growth is sort of hollow. Yes, yep. But when growth is tied to a purpose and there's a meaning and there's this impact that it will have on others' lives and on your life, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. So, so the growth message can be of great significance to those that currently are part of the organization and those that will join the organization in the future. Growth you know, as a mindset can be incredibly inspirational. So close that importance gap. It is, it is a big deal. All right. So lastly, the action gap. So what, 
does the team need to do in order to create this growth? So we need to be real clear here. We need to create a rhythm, ideally, around growth. Uh, the leader's rhythm is most important. And uh, picture the year divided into 52 weeks and those weeks having a rhythm and those weeks creating growth. It can be incredibly impactful. And then you look at the tactics, you know, that come into play here, exception reporting, ranking, you know, having expectations that are very clear to everyone and then ranking them against that, celebrating, celebrating is huge, celebrate growth, celebrate the things that equal growth. Uh, we, uh, we have a t-shirt, I think, Brian, that says we are what we celebrate. <laughs> we do. If we if we don't have one, let's create one today, but we are what we celebrate. So when you look at an organization, what they celebrate really represents their mindset. It represents their purpose. It represents who they are. And that closes the action gap. It helps close all of the gaps, but it closes the action gap. We are what we celebrate. So at the end of the day, ensure that the recognition programs, the exception reporting, all of the things that you do that that hold the team accountable for their performance close the action gap and gapology comes to life yeah absolutely when we talk about creating a culture of growth i think that's where really where the rubber meets the road with that leadership rhythm to begin with but you know building into that those activities that you're talking about you know providing regular recognition that people can count on that they're looking forward to that they know is going to happen um, the coaching, you know, those elements that support their growth. Um, I think all of those things together help to create the overall culture of growth. Yeah, often it's simple things. You know, you need to step back from it and find the big things, but often it's simple things. I was with a client uh, today that rings a bell when they make a sale. Mm, yeah. And when the bell rings, the team jumps out of their chairs and applauds. Huh, that's growth. <laughs> yeah. And everybody sort of gets it. And it's it's like, it feels good. Right. It feels good. Uh, so, so make growth, you know, something you celebrate. We are mm. what we celebrate. We are the bell ringing, right? The bell matters. Think, think about it. Yeah. Uh, how do you do that in your organization? How do you bring that to life? How do you bring that in a remote workforce? How does the person who's working from home today suddenly jump out of their chair and clap? That's growth. Yeah. You know, so you can make that happen. Yeah. And just think, so just to kind of flip the script a little bit, what if every day you rang the bell, but then one day you didn't? Just think of how crushing that would be to the culture. You know, it's something that's created every day, constantly. It's it's something that's reinforced, created, supported uh, by the leader. You know, the leader has to really own that. Um, and consistency is important. Ring the bell. We should have a T-shirt. <laughs> Maybe a ball cap. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I like ring the, that. Ring the bell. Ring right. the bell. Okay. I got some design work on my so, plate, I guess. Uh, so a culture of growth is built by us as leaders, and we need to think about it and be on purpose about it and create a culture of growth. Absolutely. Okay. 
Well said. All right. I think that's a good place to leave it, Mark. Let us know how it's going out there. Yeah, definitely. We love to hear feedback from you guys. Uh, Make sure to send that in. We're on just about every uh, social platform. So if you want to send any feedback, feel free to do it that way. You can always send an email directly to contact at gapology.org as well. Um, But we'll talk to you all next week. Thanks, everybody. All right. Thanks, Mark. All right, that'll do it from here. For more information on Capology, Imbar, or Speed of Purpose, head on over to our website, capology.org. Everyone have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you soon. This has been a Capology Institute production. Visit us at capology.org.